Welcome to the Data Center of the Future podcast series. I'm Jeff Johnson. Today we're going to talk about security. And of course, security is more than just spam. It's a lot deeper than that. And in the enterprise, it affects both the end users and the data center itself. We have with us today Don McCall, enterprise security strategist at Dell. We'll be talking about the kinds of threats that there are, how they're changing, how to protect data, particularly notebooks, and what companies are doing to simplify this complex process. Welcome, Don. Good to be with you, Jeff. Let's get started with a really broad question. Obviously, data protection and enterprise protection are really important, but what kinds of assets do companies have that are worth protecting in the first place? A lot of security is really focused around data. It's the things that customers need to protect. And certainly backing up that data so that if a hard drive fails is very important. But around security, we focus around encrypting data and other ways of protecting it. Things that customers typically have are customer lists, financial information, just general user data. Schools may have student information and grades. Medical businesses may have patient records. You may have business plans, patents, product information. There are certain emails that are very critical to be protected. But almost everything that security is protecting is data. We read about threats all the time. So can you help us categorize what the threats are and tell us a little bit about how they're changing? We first started hearing about things like viruses. These were often kids that were doing the virus for the novelty of it. But what's happened is that the threats today are really dialing for dollars. These are global, organized crime that are looking for ways to steal money. And it's far more complex. The software is very complex. They actually have spyware that will log on, get on your machine and will check to see what kind of antivirus you have. And if it would detect that particular program, it won't load itself because they want to stay under the radar of the antivirus and protection software. So give us some examples of some of these threats. Well, the threats are actually overwhelming. The data indicates that close to 10% of corporate PCs may have some kind of Trojan or spyware on them today. So we need to have better protection software for those. The uh, virus outbreaks are down, but the number of rules to actually capture them have gone up because they're more complex. And spam volume is absolutely overwhelming. The number of emails is up about 10%, but because they have gone to image spam, the volume may be double or triple what it was just a short time ago. So spam has been a really big problem for our customers, and the best way to protect for that is to get it filtered before it gets into the email system. Besides spam, are there other kinds of malicious attacks or malware? Well, there's spyware of various kinds that would try to get your passwords and things of that nature. But another thing is what we call zombies or botnets, where they actually take over your PC and use your PC to send spam to other people. And let me tell you an example of that. There was a spam attack a year or so ago that sent 1.5 billion emails from over 100,000 infected zombie PCs. And these emails were changed. There were 20,000 variants of the email 
that were sent, and it was changing domains about every 15 minutes and changing the signature every 12 minutes. So the conventional signature-based antivirus, anti-spam software simply cannot work. The threats have become much more complex, and the old tools simply don't work. I read somewhere that uh, Dell gets something like 40 million emails a day, of which 90% are spam, malicious attacks, malware of some kind. Can you give us examples of recent outbreaks in other companies that have highlighted this issue? Well, let me tell you about a worm attack that was recently discovered. One version of it had a title that 230 dead as storm batters Europe. So this has been named the storm worm. And this is a very unusual attack because it does come as a spam email, but it is actually a Trojan horse and a bot all rolled into one. And more importantly, it goes idle. It may sit for days or weeks or months before it actually starts operating. So your scanning software may not detect it. And the estimates today are that between a million and possibly 50 million computers have already been infected with this particular threat. Tell me the difference between a Trojan horse and a bot. A Trojan horse would be a piece of software that is capturing information, some kind of spyware, whereas a bot is a application that would actually send information from your computer to someone else. So it would be a way of sending spam out. It seems as though more and more people are using notebooks rather than desktop PCs. What about lost notebooks? It would seem to me that there would be a huge threat not only in people getting information from that notebook, but also, at least for corporate users, that it might provide some sort of access into the enterprise. That's a very good point. I think one of the largest pain points that our customers face today is the risk of losing notebooks and particularly private information that may be on that notebook. It may be unreleased financial reports or it may be credit card numbers, patient information. And over 30 states have laws that require them to report a lost notebook if the data was not protected. And if they have private information, they have to give credit reports to those people. They have to inform the people. And the estimate is that it's about $184 per lost record if there's private information lost. So the cost can be millions of dollars, but most companies are more concerned about the loss of credibility and trust from their customers from having those lost notebooks. The concept of having an encrypted hard drive on your system is the solution for that. And a managed drive where you can prove to the court that if a system was lost, you can prove to the court that the data was protected is a critical part of that solution. Okay, well, let's talk about the overall pain points that IT organizations have in in protecting their data. Tell us a little bit more about these pain points and and, uh, what people are doing about it. Well, I think our discussion of particular threats summarizes the pain points that our customers face. Malware has become a huge problem. It's a high priority, and it's a difficult thing to solve. So customers are looking for solutions that simplify their business with robust anti-malware solutions. The other thing is encryption, protecting data, whether it's at rest in a hard drive or in flight over the network. That is another issue, and that becomes very complicated because encryption requires encryption keys, and it's like the key to your front door. If there's only one copy of that key, 
and you lose it, you may be more likely to lose the key than to have a burglar get into your house. So key management is a huge issue and is just being addressed by the industry. But at least nobody else can get the data. (laughs) That's true. But if it's all locked away, the, the whole purpose of protecting data is to have it available to the right people at the right time. So it's pretty obvious to me that companies are looking for solutions to this. So what are companies like Dell doing to address these pain points? Well, we're making a major effort to simplify security for our customers. We recognize that our customers are bombarded with all kinds of threats. On the other side, they have regulatory issues that can cause large fines, large costs to inform customers of lost data and that they have loss of credibility if the lost laptop or something gets into the press. So they have all these threats coming against them, and they need solutions for those problems. But when they look at the solutions, there's many, many vendors, and it's very complex. So we want to try and make solutions that are easy for our customers to use and deploy. It seems like a pretty tall order to simplify something that seems so complex. So how do you do that? Well, we have an initiative we call our Smart Security Solutions that really has two key tenets. One is to simplify security. That is to create solutions that are easy for our customers to select so they know here is a solution for my size of business in my particular industry, maybe two or three to pick from. It's easy to order, it's easy to deploy it, and it's easy to support it long term. And in order to make that deployment and support easy, we have professional services as needed. We don't send an army of consultants, and we don't set up a lifetime annuity for consultants, but we bring the right resources on site to quickly get the software set up and to train the customer. Basically, we want to teach them how to fish and get them up and running with the solution and that they know how to get support if they need it. Okay, we're going to do a follow-on podcast to this that dives a little bit into smart security. What are we going to be talking about? We'll talk about specific solutions that we have, the overall effort that it takes to bring these solutions into your company, assessment of your environment, buying the right equipment, the right software and hardware to solve your problems, and then management solutions to tell that everything is working and that you can prove that it was working if you need to. If you wanted to leave our listeners with just a couple of main thoughts to remember about this podcast? What are the big picture ideas here? Well, certainly the threats have changed. The old ways of doing security will not work with the threats that we have today. And the risks are real risk, real dollar risks to our businesses. So we must have robust solutions, but they also must be simple enough that we can deploy them and that our users will actually utilize them. Thanks for a great overview, Don. And it seems like While this is a really complex issue that uh, companies like Dell are doing really important things to simplify that, if our listeners would like more information, please go to dell.com slash security and join us again next time for another edition of Data Center of the Future podcast series sponsored by Dell. (laughs) 